Welcome back to another episode of the Heated Up Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Brown. If you're not following us on any social media sites, please go over to Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Use that at symbol, Heated Up Podcast. And when you're going over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.fm on your web browser, please type in Heated Up Podcast. We'll be over there. We're posting every single Friday from here on out, unless specified. And we usually will post that on Twitter if we're not posting this week. So stay tuned. Go over to Twitter. Um, at Simple Heated Up Podcast. In today's episode, um, it's going to be a little bit free-flowing. Um, I don't really have a script on what I really want to cover this week. Um, I definitely want to cover the NBA playoffs, Heat and Celtics matchup. I'm going to dive really deep into that, and that really might be the main topic and kind of the only thing I talk about this episode. Um, there's a couple of things I want to talk about before we get into that, um, but it's not going to be a super long episode. Another kind of quick one um, until we get into like in-depth NBA Finals talk. Um, because that'll be interesting. It'll be the Heat and Celtics, Warriors, or the Mavericks. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, heated up podcast um, over these next couple of weeks. Um, I will be away next um, Friday. I'm not sure if I'll post. I'm not sure if I'll have something done. I probably will just for the weekend. Um, but if I don't, like I said, go over to Twitter. Stay tuned. Um, but for today's episode, uh, let's just get ready to heat it up. Sounds dry. Welcome back from the break, everybody. Um, kind of a couple of things I wanted to break down. Um, I did post on my Snapchat. Um, that's my personal Snapchat, so I don't want to give it to just anybody. Um, I posted that we are starting the new podcast in June. I don't know if it'll be early June, mid-June, late June. Um, I've been talking to a couple of people um, with, about getting on the pod. Um, it was good feedback I've gotten, honestly. I'm very excited to kind of start this opportunity and kind of branch out the Heated Up podcast and make a podcast where you can come and talk about anything. There's no limits. There's no, you know, you can't say anything. It's an 18-plus podcast, um, explicit content. Like, everything goes on the podcast. So um, it's Spit and Heat, um, the Spit and Heat podcast, um, obviously with me on it. Um, and I think the first episode, I'll probably just have myself kind of just talking about things. And then after that, it'll kind of be a, it won't be a set schedule. I know that for sure. It won't be a set schedule. Um, it'll kind of be a, it could happen, you know, once a week, it could happen, uh, multiple times a week could happen once a month. It all depends on, you know, who comes on the podcast. Um, and kind of like that, it'll kind of be something sporadically where the heated up podcast would be an every week thing um especially when i go back to school um as most of you know i'm going to dean college so i gotta get a laptop that's my main thing um and kind of start working off of the laptop so i have files and all that um for both the heated up podcast and the spit and heat podcast so um whenever that happens i'm gonna get a new mic too i think the quality could definitely be um upgraded so i'm probably gonna get a new mic as well um a couple of things I'm going through um, to get to those processes. I know um, we talked about the Heated Up podcast having video. I changed my mind. So I'm going to have the Spit and Heat podcast be video only. So the Heated Up podcast, always going to be audio, always going to be on you know the three links, you know Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You'll get those same links with the Spit and Heat podcast, but you'll also get um, you know, it'll be on Facebook, the full episodes and, um, you'll get full episodes on YouTube. So, um, you'll get clips on TikTok. We're going to make a TikTok. So there's a bunch of stuff going on, um, behind the scenes that I'm working on, um, pretty much every day. It feels like just to kind of get everything kind of rolling. Um, and I know we're getting in the summer and I got a lot of stuff, especially in the next couple of weeks. Like I said, I'll be in Atlantic city, um, for Memorial day weekend. 
Um, so there's a bunch going on, but specifically these podcasts will continue um, kind of as scheduled, at least the Heated Up podcast. Um, and then, like I said, the Spit and Heat podcast will kind of be whenever somebody wants to come on. You know, I could have back-to-back episodes two days in a row. You know, if, if something happens and people want the episodes and it, and it really takes off, um, you know, we'll, we'll make a point to kind of make episodes. And, and we can even have people come on multiple times. You know, you don't have to just have one episode um, come on and speak and that's it. Um, you know, we have multiple episodes, you know, you could be a co-host on a couple of episodes or kind of just do stuff like that where you have different segments and all that. So, um, I'm really excited to kind of start that, um, whole spiel and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So I'm wicked excited for that. Um, it's been a, been a journey doing the heated up podcast. It's episode 40 now. Um, and I feel like I lack like, I don't know, personal stuff in the heated up podcast. I feel like I just majorly talk about sports, which I should, you know, I shouldn't talk about other things. Um, but there's also that part of me that's like, all right, I kind of want to break into like personal stuff. And I kind of start doing that. Like the beginning of this episode, I'm talking about, you know, other things than sports. So, um, you know, that's where I feel like the spin heat podcast would, you know, branch out and have a lot of success. So, um, we'll get excited about that. Um, and kind of that's where we're at right now. Like I said, don't know when we're specifically going to start it. Um, but I'm in the works for definitely sometime in June, um, to kind of get that off the, uh, off the rails. So, um, stay tuned, stay on the Twitter. The Twitter will have all the updates. I've been, you know, going back and forth on Twitter, being a little bit more active on the heated up Twitter, um, Instagram, you can only post as much as you can. And, uh, same thing on Facebook, kind of just, you know, we're posting for the episodes. There's not much to talk about there, but, um, you know, stay tuned. The Twitter, I love the Twitter. I love going on Twitter, interacting with you guys. So that's that. Um, so for the NBA world, um, we know what's going on. Eastern Conference playoffs, um, Western Conference playoffs. We're in the finals now. Uh, Mavericks, Warriors, Sun, uh, almost at Sun, Celtics, and the Heat. So um, two really great matchups. Um, and I want to break them down. But there's a couple of things before we get into that. I'll kind of close the episode. It probably will be another episode where we don't have, um, you know, another break. I just feel like it's unnecessary if, um, you know, there's not much to talk about. Like, I don't want to go and, uh, you know, make a bunch of breaks and kind of and prolong things. So we'll probably just have one break. Um, well, we kind of already had it. That's what I'm kind of assuming. So um, I'm recording this Wednesday at 7.50. Um, I know it's a little early. I have such a busy day tomorrow. I don't have time to film um, and record and do all that kind of stuff. So um, we already know that. Um, so for the NBA uh, Western Finals, they're starting tonight. Um, Luka versus Curry. Um, but let's start in the um, NFL. Quickly, in the NFL, James Bradbury, former New York Giant, signs a one-year deal with the rival Philadelphia Eagles for $10 million for that one year. So um, that'll be very interesting to see. I think the Eagles really have improved defensively, um, you know, kind of kind of crazily. I mean, they got Hassan Reddick, um, um, A.J. Brown. Obviously, that's on the offense. Um, Fletcher Cox is over there. Um, they got a lot of key, you know, former pro bowlers um i think the eagles gonna have a very good year and 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 as you know last year that's kind of how we started off on the heat up podcast is with a um nfl preview we'll have an nfl preview this year um sometime in the fall i don't know when probably after my uh, fantasy drafts um but we'll we'll do that kind of stuff um tariq cohen tore his achilles i don't know if any of you have twitter don't go look at the video if you're squeamish um he was doing workouts um, and it was on Instagram Live, and he legitimately um, 
ruptured it on live. You hear the pop and everything. So um, that is insane. Insane video. Like it really, really got me um, thinking that just stuff like this can happen. Anybody can, you know, I could go out and play basketball take a bad jumper and land on my knee weird and I tore my ACL. It's very weird. It's very um, surreal. Um, so we're wishing our speedy recovery for Tariq Cohen. Um, just an unfortunate situation there. Um, Antonio Brown goes on Twitter and says he wants to retire a Steeler. Um, or I think it was Instagram. I don't know. One of the two. Um, weird. That guy's weird. Um, for just like kind of the antics he does. I feel like he just is just going through it. Um, if any of you listen to the Heated Up Pot, uh, heated up podcast what am i saying the full send podcast um he was on there after the um well after he ruined my um fantasy league um and make me go in a cage which i'll actually post that video some point whenever we do do it um i I have the punishment i have to go in a cage and get everything poured on me and dunked on me so that's gonna be sick but um yeah um he ruined it when he took off his jersey and kind of said you know what i'm out so um i just have distaste for him um obviously he's a phenomenal talent um without the antics he's probably a, a you know a, a hall of famer um probably not 100 percent, but i mean he's up there probably in the 50 to 60 percent range um to get into the hall of fame um but with the antics he probably won't get in there now um Deshaun Watson is going to meet with NFL officials. It sounds like he's probably going to get suspended, which I wouldn't be surprised. Um, he has to get suspended. For you know, with the allegations, you look back years ago when Big Ben was uh, accused, um, he was suspended. Obviously, he probably did it. Um, I don't know if it was ever confirmed or d- denied if he did it, but um, you know, he did it. So he got suspended. Um, I don't remember how long. I don't know if it was four or six um, games or however long it was. Um, but you got to have the same standard, especially in today's day and age, um, especially with Deshaun Watson having how many girls say that he uh, he did that to them. So um, I'm not surprised that he's going to get suspended most likely, um, as he should, to be honest. Um, Jair Alexander, four years, $84 million extension with the Packers. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal move for them. Um, Melvin Ingram signing with the Miami Dolphins. That is huge. I'm very, very excited to see that happen. Um you know, I think that's a great move for the Dolphins, a, a team that didn't go and get, um, you know, the guy that I thought they were going to go and try to get um, in the draft, try to trade up or anything. Um, they stuck with it, and they're going to be a phenomenal team next year, and I can't wait to see what the Dolphins do for the year. Um, let's move on to baseball. The Yankees currently right now winning 3 nothing. Um, they're the MLB's hottest team, 27-9. Um, they have the best record in the American League um, as well as the National League. They are number one in the league. They have the best record in baseball behind probably the hottest hitter, Aaron Judge, in baseball right now. Um, everybody's saying you know, like the Yankees are cheating and all that. It's Come on. Um, they're playing amazing baseball. Um, I'm super, super excited to see where this team takes off. Um, the uh, home run leader, um, Aaron Judge, um, 14 home runs now. 14. He leads the American League. Um, he's tied for hits um, at 5 with 41 as of this recording. Um, RBIs is at 30. Stanton's at 32. Um, and runs scored, um, Judge is at 30. So he's getting on base. Could we possibly see, and I know it's super early, 
could we possibly see the AL Cy Young and the American League MVP um, come from the same team? Because Nesta Cortez has a 1.35 ERA, 1.35, and Nesta got canceled, um, had a couple of tweets resurfaced, so we won't break it down into that. Um, but Nestor, it's coming down to Nestor and Verlander, at least to start the year. So, um, Nestor Cortez, um, what do you do, sir? Seven Ks, uh, or excuse me, seven earned runs, seven Ks. 49 strikeouts, 11 walks, a six earned runs. He's only let up three home runs in seven games. Um, you know, he doesn't have the, um, you know, the wins and all that. Um, to back it up, he's two and one. Because um, he's had a lot of situations where the Yankees just can't score when he's out there. So they've finally been giving him runs the past couple of games. Um, but Nesta's pitching the best baseball. I really, truly feel that way. So, um, you know, I'm not worried, um, you know, down the line, um, you know, what's going to happen with him um, in the American League Cy Young. I don't, it's not, you know, the Yankees aren't a flashy team. You know, they go out there, play baseball, um, and do what they have to do. So you have the best hitter, you have the best pitcher, um, and it's not Garrett Cole. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, the rest of the, uh, the, sh- the year shapes up for them. Um, quickly want to talk about um, the National Football League. Uh, National Football League. Um, the NCAA is what I was trying to say. Ryan Day gets a two-year extension. And talking about Ryan Day, we open off the 2022 season with the Ohio State Buckeyes taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I cannot wait. Um, I talked to a couple of friends. We might make the trip down there. Not sure. It's not confirmed. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, in this time, especially when we get down to like um, the fall. I'm going to be starting school. Um, you know, everything's kind of be changing for me. So my life's going to be very hectic for a while. So we'll see what happens down the line um, over the next couple of months, see what happens. And uh, I-, I can't wait to see um, that game. I can't wait. Me, my friend, my friend Tommy, uh, if you're listening, he a uh, big Notre Dame guy, so uh, that'll be very fun to see. Probably make a friendly wager with uh, my guy. Um, we got to talk about UFC quickly. Blahovic won his fight um, due to TKO. It was an injury. Rakic. Um, it was a good main event to start, and then round three, um, a minute in, Rakic goes in and just kind of just lands on his knee wrong, um, and he tore his, I think it was his ACL. Hold on, let me look quickly. Um, do, 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 do. I think it really was his um, his ACL. Yeah, 20 ACL in the Blahovich fight. So, um, disappointing. It's really disappointing. He fought a good fight. Blahovich came back, fought a good fight. Um, you know, disappointing. But, you know, there's nothing, you know, you can do, you know. A freak injury like that happens. Um, you can kind of just brush it off and kind of just come back stronger than ever. And Rockage has a spot in the, uh, you know, in the in the sport. So, um, so Poirier um, was on. I don't know if it was Ariel Helwani's podcast. Um, he agreed to a Colby Covington fight. Now. When is Colby going to fight again? Obviously, with this Masvidal information, we don't know yet. Um, it sucks. It sucks because Poirier really deserves... Um, Poirier deserves the world. You know, he's been in the sport forever. He's fought guys like Max Holloway, McGregor three times now. Um, he's fought Khabib. He's fought Charles Oliveira. He's fought 
I mean, he's fought everybody. You know, he's a legend in this sport. And the disrespect I see on Twitter and TikTok is disappointing. Obviously, right now, he's not in the prime of his career. But at one point, Dustin Poirier was one of the best fighters in the world. And he was a pound-for-pound best fighter in the world and even in his weight class. So it's really disappointing to see um, his his name get slandered like this. But, um, you know, nonetheless, um, a wicked good fight. Um, that would be, I would love to see that one. I think that Colby probably outclasses Dustin, um, but it depends where they're fighting at. Is Dustin um, moving up or is Colby moving down? I don't see Colby moving down. So I think Dustin will probably move up to 170 to have that fight. Last thing for the UFC, Glover Texera today says that he re- plans to retire after two title defenses. So um, it sounds like after his fight um, in the next couple of, uh, I don't know, I think it's next month, um, against Yuri Hope Prohachka, um, he wants one more, and he says that Jan will get it. So it'll go Prohachka, Jan, and then he retires. So we'll have to see if he, you know, actually has the title in two years or in two title defenses. But um, you know, if he does, if he actually pulls the trigger and uh, and retires on us, obviously it's different than a Khabib retiring because Khabib was so. You know, not young. He's thirty something, but Teixeira, um, you know, in his in his forty two, I think he is. So, you know, a legend in the sport. He got the title again. Wicked happy for him. Um, and you know, we'll we'll see what happens down the line. I lied, by the way. Um, I am gonna jump into a break. Um, I've been talking for a while. I'm gonna go into a break quickly, um, and we'll be right back. And we'll kind of end the episode talking about the NBA. Um, we'll be right back. He did a podcast. Soundstrap. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the break. So, we'll talk about the NBA because I feel like that's the most, I wouldn't say relevant sport because there are all those hockey fans um, that love their sport, love those playoffs. Um, I have myself watched a couple of playoff hockey games, not in depth, um, a period, maybe two um, of a game, but nothing like that I stayed on and, and was glued to it. Um, I just can't get into it. The, the playoffs are here for basketball. That's what my focus is on, um, and especially with my team still in it. Um, there's just no way I can watch you know, hockey and be like, all right, I'm fine. Like Every single day, I wake up and I'm like, damn, either the Heat just won, just lost, or have a game today. You know, you get one day in between. You don't get much break to kind of just like relax and not think about either the night game before, which was last night, or the game coming up, which would be that night. So... It's crazy. It's super crazy. Um, what we have um, to kind of break down, and I'm going to kind of break down my matchups, um, where I see the series going. Obviously, like I said, when you're hearing this, we'll already have one game played in the Western Conference, and we'll have two played in the Eastern Conference. Um, so far, current time that I'm recording, we are one game into the Eastern Conference Finals, which Miami would win that game, and I'll kind of break down that game when I go into Miami series. So... Tonight and then Friday night, uh, it's kind of weird. You guys are listening on Friday. Essentially, tonight, when you're listening to this, will be game two. Game one of the Warriors and Mavericks series. How I envision this series going is which team can consistently have their second, third, fourth best player show up. And I feel like that could be said for the other series. Who, Because you know what the superstars are going to do. You know what a Luka Doncic is going to do. You know what a Steph Curry is going to do. Which he's kind of struggled a little bit in the playoffs, so to speak. 
Um, you kind of know what a Jimmy Butler is going to do. You kind of know what a Jason Tatum is going to do. You know what these players are here to do, what they're good at, and they're going to get to what they're good at in these playoff series. Every matchup is important. Every single possession is dramatic when it comes to the outcome of a game. Three different plays last night in the Miami Heat game go so different, you know? The game's different, you know, with a couple of plays. The Celtics came out hot. They came out super, super hot. We'll kind of get into my thoughts on the on the series. Um, but we'll stick to the Warriors and Mavericks series. So the Mavericks kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I feel like a lot of people did not have the Mavericks um, getting to this point. I think that um, their first round matchup, a lot of people had them losing. Going into the second round against Phoenix, everyone said it was Warriors and Phoenix. It's got to be Warriors-Phoenix, especially with Ja going out. Warriors um, are definitely going to take that one. Phoenix is, is the team to beat 60, you know, 62 wins, 64 wins, however many they had this year. Um, it's a disappointing loss for Phoenix. So um, we won't talk too much about Phoenix. We'll talk about the teams that are in. And Luka Doncic had a phenomenal series. Um, he's averaging 31.5 points per game in the playoffs so far out of 10 games. Um, he shot almost 10 threes a game at 9.5, um, you know, 10 rebounds he's averaging, 6.6 assists he's averaging, almost two steals, um, and then the blocks, he's got 0.4 blocks. So Luka is kind of everywhere. Um, he's up there right now for the best player in the playoffs still. Um, I think he's obviously carrying his team. Um, without Luka Doncic, this Mavericks team is, is fighting for 500, and that's my honest opinion. I don't think Jalen Brunson and Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith can continue to you know carry that team to multiple, multiple wins in a row um, throughout the regular season. Luka Doncic is a bona fide best player um, that's probably from that draft. He's definitely the best player um, you know, in the Western Conference, in my personal opinion. Um the 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 well, well it, it, that's still in the playoffs. Excuse me, because um, Jokic is obviously there. Um, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Um, at his age, he's the best player. Um, probably under twenty five. I think he's still under twenty. I think he's twenty three. Um, he's still um, one of the best players um, in these playoffs. And don't get me wrong. You know when you have you know a top five player in the NBA. Um, you have a chance to win a championship. And kind of like J.J. Redick said, um, you have a chance. You have a fighter's chance. When you have a guy averaging a 31.5 points per game, um, you have a chance. You have a chance to win um, your series. You have a chance to win um, the playoffs. And you have a chance to win the NBA Finals. So um, Luka Doncic, we know what he's going to do. He's going to ball out. Even with the Golden State Warriors defense, is pretty good. Um, they don't have Gary Payton. Um, who probably would have guarded Luka phenomenally um, in these playoffs and probably would have, you know, dropped Luka's numbers a little bit. Obviously, we don't have him in this series. Um, so we're going to have to have a guy like Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson who we're going to have to test that, that knee. Um, we're going to have to test if Luka Doncic um, can withstand, you know, the defensive schemes that the Warriors are going to put onto him. And I think they will. I think they'll take a couple of games, um, you know, and I think this is going to be a very close series. Um, we know that it's Golden State. Golden State's got the home court. Um, and... My personal opinion um, is that Golden State's going to win game one. I think that Golden State's probably going to win game two. I think they're going to go back to Dallas, and they're going to win three straight. And then I think that Golden State's going to close it out um, in uh, in seven. That's my personal opinion. I think that's going to be a f very, very tough, tough series for Luka to overcome. I think that he just played a game seven, and I'm going to kind of reel this in with Boston. I think that he just played a long series um, where the Warriors kind of did the same. Um, but not as long. Golden State had a couple of games off. 
Um, he kind of had a couple of extra days off, um, and I think that Luka Doncic is gonna he's gonna struggle um, in some of these Golden State games early. I feel like Golden State's gonna have his match, and it's gonna take a couple of games for Luka to kind of find his rhythm. And I feel like when Luka's back is against the wall, he's kind of shine bright. Think about the uh, the Clippers series last year. Um, he came out and played phenomenal. Um, we knew what he was going to do, but he had Kristaps Porzingis there. This year, he's got Maxi Kleber. He's got Spencer Dinwiddie. He's got Dorian Finney-Smith playing like a bona fide stud. He's got um, Jalen Brunson coming out of nowhere. Um, the kid uh, from Villanova, I believe he was from, um, coming out and playing phenomenal basketball. I think it was Villanova. I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, coming out and playing phenomenal basketball, being a really great player alongside Luka. So um, we know what they're going to do. Um, but Golden State's also a very good team. Um, they got Draymond Green still, Clay Thompson, um, Steph Curry averaging 27 a game, um, you know, averaging 10 threes um, in the playoffs, attempts, not makes, attempts, um, you know, getting to the line, doing what he does best, um, but he's not, you know, pulling Luka numbers, Luka is absolutely playing his heart out, so um, it'll be interesting to see how this series goes, I see it going to seven, um, and that's just kind of how I see it, I think it's going to be a very, very long series, um, and I think that Luka Doncic is going to go in his bag, you know, his bag of tricks. Um, he's going to pull out. He's going to do very good. Um, and Luka Doncic is going to have a great series. And I'm very excited to see what happens in this series um, because the winner will face none other than the Miami Heat of the Boston Celtics. And we'll kind of diverse into there. Um, we'll kind of break down game one before I, I get too, too, too in depth, um, you know, with, with everything. So um, let's see. Give me one second. Game one, Miami Heat, um, Boston Celtics. There was no Marcus Smart. There was no Al Horford. But there was also no Kyle Lowry. And I think that a lot of people sit there and they're like, oh, you know, the Heat have a cakewalk. The Heat haven't had their starting point guard, all-star point guard, um, Kyle Lowry, for most of these series they've played. Um, and I feel like everyone just wants to look at who the Heat aren't facing. Look at who the Heat, the Heat have to deal with. They're going out there and starting two undrafted guys um, – in their what third year? Some I think uh, Max might be in his second. I can't remember. Um, essentially, at least the second year in the year uh, the league, um, and they're not without their starting all star. And PJ Tucker um, is is also injured. If you watch that game, so they they defeat the Celtics one eighteen one oh seven. Jimmy Butler scored forty one. Um, he had one of the craziest stat lines I've ever seen. Um, in an NBA game, 41 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, th- 4 steals, 3 blocks, only 2 turnovers. Um, he shot 63%. He went to the line um, uh, 18 times. He missed it one time at the line. So Jimmy Butler is putting the team on his back. Gabe Vincent, 17 points. Tyler Hero, 18 points. Bam Adebayo, 10 points. A slow, slow game for Bam. Max Drews kind of took his head um, out of, you know, where the sun don't shine. He had 11 points. Um P.J. Tucker, a great game, 5.6 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, Oladipo had 5 um, huge points, I feel like. He kind of shot the ball pretty bad, um, but he had a great game um, defensively nonetheless. Caleb Martin, some great energy off the bench. The Heat ran um, with 9, 9 off the bench. Um, no Duncan Robinson, no Kyle Lowry, no Markeith Morris. So um, interesting to see how that 
um, kind of plays out throughout these um, these playoffs, how Spo wants to handle a Boston team that really doesn't run deep. Um, they had to run deep. They went eight deep. Um, Aaron Neesmith had 11 points, but he had a couple of blocks that were very, very important for the team. Um, Jason Tatum, 29-8-6. He kind of came out um, the second half, played poorly. Um, Peyton Pritchard, 18 points. Again, came out the second half, played poorly. Jalen Brown kind of had it going in the fourth quarter. I thought that he was going to kind of make a, a better run. Um, but you have no uh, supporting cast with a Derek White having three points. Grant Williams, only seven points. Um, Robert Williams had the bunnies, man. He he looked really, really good um, offensively. Have so many alley-oops. I feel like what happened was um, with the Heat when they were kind of um, having a guy drive into the paint, they would kind of drop back a little bit. Um, and, and instead of either, it was either a floater, and if the man would come up on the guy, Tatum would make that pass to Robert Williams, and no one would come around on the help side. Um, the issue is um, the Heat kind of figured that out second half, and they played that phenomenally. I feel like Robert Williams was a non-factor in the second half. Um, same thing with Tatum, same thing with Pritchard. Um, Jalen Brown had a really good second half, but the Celtics came out in the third quarter and got outscored 22-2, to I believe it was. Um they didn't play well. They didn't play well in the third quarter. Um, fourth quarter, they quote-unquote won, but the Heat kind of took their foot off the gas um, after a blowout. Um, it was up. They were up big. They were up big. Um, Boston kind of kind of came back as best as possible. Um, but the issue is, in my opinion, and I said this before the Marcus Martin Al Horford injury, Boston played seven games, and the Heat played six games, but the Heat had four days off. The Celtics had one full day of rest um, with Tatum um, that's gone through and played 44 minutes last night. Um, a Jalen Brown, 42 minutes. Peyton Pritchard getting 30 minutes out there. Robert Williams, 28 on a hurt knee. Um, Grant Williams with 34, and he was kind of a non-factor. Defensively, he had some good stops, um, but he was kind of a non-factor offensively. Um, it's not an over, you know, a game that overreact to for the Celtics. Um, you're out without Al Horford. You're out um, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart sounds like he's going to be probable for Thursday night's game. Al Horford, doubtful. Um, sounds like he has COVID. Um Obviously, as an opposing team, you don't wish injury, um, or you know the you know the other team not being fully healthy. But this is the thing with um, the playoffs, and I feel like I've said this on the podcast: you have to be fully deep to be um, a good team in the playoffs, especially in a COVID year. We know it always happens every single year. Giannis, um, you know, past couple of years had injuries on his team. Look at this year with Chris Middleton. Um, you know, look at. Um, you know the 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 year that Kevin Durant went out against the Raptors, or when Draymond Green got suspended um, against the Cavaliers. Just you have to be deep, and I feel like this Heat team is super super deep. They didn't play Markeith Morris. They didn't play Omer Yurtseven, who had phenomenal minutes um, in the regular season. They didn't play a Duncan Robinson. They still don't have Kyle Lowry, and a guy like Caleb Martin would probably be starting on some of the playoff teams that are, are out right now. Um, not playoff teams that are there, but some of the playoff teams that are, you know, kind of already been bounced. Caleb Martin would be a starter, and he only got 10 minutes um, of play for the Heat last night. So it's very interesting to see what's going to happen in this series. My personal take is Jimmy Butler's going to do what he does best. Jason Tatum's going to do what he does best. Jason Tatum was making phenomenal, phenomenal shots last night. Very, very lucky shots for the uh, the Celtics. Um, I don't think it's sustainable, some of the shots he made. Um, but is he going to make better shots than that? Yeah, in the series, for sure. Is he going to get more space? Yes, for sure. Um, but the shots that he were making were absolutely insane. Jalen Brown making some fadeaway threes that were just mind-blowing. Um, and I think the Celtics kind of came out hot. They knew they had to come out hot, and they couldn't sustain it. 
Um, they were fatigued. I think that's what the happened. The issue was they were fatigued. The Heat played very physical on the Celtics, um, and I think that's going to be um, very interesting to see going forward. Um, how I see this one playing out, it's Heat in seven. I would say Heat in six, but I feel like that Boston Garden um, is going to be rocking. Um, I feel like that place, um, I'm going to be there Saturday. I think that that place is super hard to play in. Um, I've been there regular season games plenty of times, um, and that place is loud. Um, I've never been there for a playoff game, so I'm very excited to see how the atmosphere is. Um, but that place is rocking, that place is loud, um, and that place is very, very difficult to play in. You heard Norris Cole, if you listen to the Five on the Floor um, and the Five Reasons Sports podcast, um, they you know, had Norris Cole on there, and he said it's a very toxic environment. If you're the home team, you really love playing there. If you're an away team, you don't. So um, I'm really excited to see this series. I won't see Heat in five because I don't see them taking um, – you know, a game in Boston in these first four, they might. I just don't know. It depends. You know, I see this game, this getting stretched out to seven. The same thing with the Western Conference, and I say Heat in seven. I think that's a very confident, but also a very um, admirable, not cocky way to look at this series. Um, I think it'll be very hard for the Heat to close it out. I think the Heat will be up three um, to two at some point in the series. However, it gets there, and I think that Boston's back will be against the wall again. Um, they could win it in in uh, the FTX. I don't see it happening, um, but they absolutely could. And so we really have to pay attention to this series because this is a very good series to watch. Um, both series, amazing defensive matchup. It's the best four defensive teams in the playoffs left. Um, so I'm very excited um, for this one to go. But I see the Heat winning in seven. I think Bam Adebayo steps his game up a lot. Um, only four field goals. I think he definitely steps that up. Next game, Max Struess, nine field goals. Gabe Vincent had 10. He had the second most um, in the starting lineup um, with Jimmy shooting 19. Tyler Hero, seven for 15, though. Um, I think this is going to be a series for him. He shot the ball poorly from three, um, but the Celtics had a lot of drop, and he was kind of looking for a Pritchard or a Tice to switch on to. And same thing with Jimmy Butler. If you got Peyton Pritchard on his back, Jimmy had the guts. He went for it, and he got... Um, you know, whatever he wanted. And before we go, I just want to say, um, I had a group chat. Um, I don't know if they're listening. Um, and a kid came in there and told me that if you swapped, I said that Jimmy Butler was the best player in the playoffs going forward. Um, they don't agree, whatever green teamer mentality. I'm not really worried. Um, kind of casual. So it doesn't really affect me. Um, listen to kind of their takes. Um, Jimmy Butler is the best player in this playoffs. It's a toss-up between Luka and Jimmy, right? It's a toss-up. You want to give it to Luka? Give it to Luka. But when you sit there and say that Luka's offense, um, I forget the word that was used, um, Luka's offense, let me find the exact quote because I, I got to find the quote, you know? I can't I can't just kind of bring out these, these facts. So the quote was, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um... Luca's offense slumps Jimmy Butler's. And that's where you get the casual mentality, right? It's literally unbelievable that a, a basketball fan, if even if you don't watch basketball mainly, you cannot sit there and tell me that Luca's offense quote unquote slumps Jimmy Butler's. Does Luca have a bigger bag? Yeah, that's not a debate. But an offensive, um, you know, um, I'm trying to even think Arsenal, maybe you could kind of use the word. Jimmy Butler 
is is a is kind of a mixture of a mid-range maestro and a guy that can get into the paint and draw fouls. He puts up the same numbers as Luca. You know, points, rebounds, assists. He puts up the same numbers just because Jimmy's not doing a step back three, um, or a um, you know a fadeaway three or a buzzer beater floater like Luca does. How are you, you going to say that Luca's offense slumps Jimmy's? Do you watch basketball? Offensively, it's right there. You know what I mean? Luca, like I said, has a bigger bag. He has the flashier moves. He has the long distance jumpers. But Jimmy's the disrespect I had to listen to for Jimmy Butler saying he doesn't have offensive um, skill sets like Luca is absolutely insane. Luka Doncic obviously is a phenomenal offensive player. No taking away from him. He's a decent defensive player. He's not a great one, but he's a decent defender. Um, but to say that his offense slumps Jimmy's it just shows that you don't watch basketball. You don't either don't watch the games or you just look at the stats, you know? And the stats, if you really look at them, aren't really that off, you know? Jimmy Butler is a better facilitator than Luka. Um, he's a better rebounder than Luka. Um, he's a better mid-range guy than Luca. He's a better um, inside kind of getting into the paint guy than Luca, and that's a, just a fact. That's absolutely a fact. Luca has a better bag. He has the more dribble moves. He has all that. Jimmy's not a flashy player. He goes out and gets buckets. That's his name, Jimmy G Buckets. That's what he does. He makes his teammates better around him. While Luca's failed to do that for years, um, and Jimmy Butler is an absolute All Star MVP candidate. He just doesn't get the love like Luca because again, he's not that flashy guy. He's not that flashy, you know, dribble under the legs, fade away three, one-legged jumper guy. He's just not. He goes out and gets buckets. And it's just disappointing to hear casual fans try to discredit Jimmy Butler's name when he goes out there and puts a 41-point performance on the line in a game after, after coming out and out blowing out the Philadelphia 76ers in a game let's go down the stats let's just go back to that game because we didn't get to cover that 32 points 29 shots Jimmy took 29 he didn't go to the line he went out and balled and that's what Jimmy Butler does he goes out and balls so it's just shocking to listen to fans tell me that um that Jimmy Butler doesn't his offense is slumped by Luka that's just stupid that's stupid and you don't know what you're talking about that's all I can say that was just Absolutely, and then they tell me if Jimmy goes to the Mavericks, the Mavericks are going to be worse than 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 they are with Luca. And if the Heat, if Jimmy go, Luca goes to the Heat, the Heat are um, Finals favorites. How are the Heat not Finals favorites now? They're in the they're in the Eastern Conference Finals already. Do you know what I mean? They're already in they're already in the Eastern Conference Finals and a title contender. They beat the Celtics. They're right back in the finals. That's two years Jimmy Butler's brought his team to the NBA Finals, by the way. Something Luca hasn't done with that phenomenal offense that he has. Jimmy Butler going to the finals two years out of three years that he's been with the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler is a better player overall than Luca. I didn't even get into the defense. Like I don't even gotta go to the defense. Do we want to go to the defense? Do we want to go to the defensive numbers all time overall what Luka and Jimmy have done? It's just not it's just not a debate. I think it's a stupid debate to have. That's why I couldn't have that long debate. Um, you can't debate casuals. That's just kind of how I look at it. You can't debate people that don't know what they're talking about. My dad always told me a saying, before you consider the statement, consider the source. And the source doesn't know what they're talking about. And it's a fact. Um, it's a debate that, you know, who's, who's you know, you want to go with Luka, fine. But when you sit there and say that his offense slumps Jimmy's and that offense is weighed more than defense, 
come on, man. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't watch the games. You don't watch every single game that Jimmy Butler plays like I do. You don't watch every Luka game that's on TV. You don't. You don't. You don't study it closely. You don't know the sport. Um, and it's a fact. And I'm sorry I had to go on that rant. I had to get it off my chest because it was just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So um, we'll leave it at that. Um, but I mean, I, we'll quickly, quickly, let me just go. Luka 31.5, Jimmy 29.8. By the way, Jimmy missed a couple of games in these playoffs. Uh, he missed the Atlanta Hawks game. Um, let's go to rebounds. Luka 10, Jimmy 7. Jimmy has to, you know, fight rebounds with Bam and Tyler when they're out there. Luka doesn't have anybody. Luka doesn't have anybody. So you look at the games. Don't look at the stats. Look at the games and what's going on. Luka doesn't have anybody fighting for rebounds on his team. Assist, Luka 6.6, Jimmy 5.4. It's close. It's really close. Okay. So the offense isn't slumping Jimmy. Does Luka have a bigger bag? Yes. But Jimmy does a lot more things better than Luka, offensively and defensively. De defensively, if you want to say slumps, Jimmy's defense slumps Luka Doncic's. That is it for today's episode. I'm aggravated. Um, we'll be in the Garden on Saturday. You'll hear about that next Friday. Um, I appreciate all of you tuning in. Next week, I don't know what we'll talk about. Um, maybe... Um, it'll hopefully be um, that the Heat series is over in five, I hope. Um, but it won't be. It'll be a long series. I can't wait to see it. Um, very excited. Very nerve-wracking series, but we'll get through it. Heated Up Podcast. Go over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at symbol Heated Up Podcast. Same thing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. We'll be back next Friday. Have a great night, everybody. Sounds dry.